0: Hello and welcome to the Animation Communication Podcast, your source for discussion about animation, film, fandom, and more. So please, join your host, I Love Kim Possible A Lot, or KP, and Lauren Kizich, the Abbey Roadie, for today's discussion. If you like what you hear, please remember to support by giving a like, a follow, as well as subscribing to the main I Love Kim Possible A Lot channel on YouTube. Spread the word, and keep being a part of a great community. This episode is appropriate for all
1: ages. Hi everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Animation and Communication in week. I mean like kind of week. I'm KP, your hostess with the mostess. And then I have Lauren who's here also
2: also a hostess with the mostess. You know, like Yes, the, I'm sorry. Like I still like your your one thing. <laughs> like the hostess cupcakes. It's
1: <laughs> Like oh no, I Beetlejuiced. juice. That's that's her job. <laughs>
2: the ghostest with the mostest
1: uh the ghostest with the mostest. okay i'll stop (laughs) punching. um so it's still our summertime schedule so like we're just kind of chilling as we have time the next two weeks um i'm gonna be super busy at work so we will try our best but for now um because we're focusing on um convention stuff if there's any um guests that you would like to see on the show that we could like maybe like we can get like please don't ask for like like any big celebrity ever name blanking i, I don't know um then let us know um, don't
2: ask for impossible guests <laughs> but yeah don't make
1: for for now we're gonna <laughs> at least cover hard
2: to reach guests it's like because uh, it does depend on connections so,
1: yeah, this is this is and talking. who's willing to
2: do what and who's open to doing what? So yeah, so it, it be reasonable in requests, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is the girl coming from like, oh, Sealish actor from Star Trek won't notice me takes several years to notice me. So you know, people think we have talent, but we don't really have talent. Um, also, a reminder that um, I've I've pinned, I've poked at this before. Poked, yeah. I poked at this before, um, to do a um a email like reading based on like um letter submission thingy Bob from the people who listen. Um, and no one's um no one's sent us anything yet. So if you want us to send a letter to us to read and talk about, um, we're at animationcommunication at gmail com so again I haven't really pushed too hard for it because like the schedule is like a hot mess right now but you know that is one of an one one of the episodes that we would like to do um, eventually but I know people listen to the podcast like not a lot but like some
2: people I know you're out there I know you got questions I want to hear them
1: <laughs> or even like hey like I appreciate what you guys are doing or hey like I don't know whatever Tell us how you got into animation, something like that. So if you want to share your stories. I feel
2: like we kind of shared our stories a little bit or to a brief extent, but I guess we could go in depth, but it all started when I was born.
1: (laughs) It all started, you know, without my consent, you know, like that's the problem is like everyone is just like weaned on Disney movies and then like a certain percentage of the population is just like, but what I just want to stay here forever. So, um, you know, that's the problem, like, with, with mass media, there's, there's a mass, and, like, not, like, it's fat, but, like, because there's a lot of, it, it spreads to everywhere, because it's, people consume it, so, anyway, um, so we're talking about, uh, Wish Dragon today, anyway, um, also, if there's a movie that you wanted us to talk about, um, as we chill, and, you know, we'll talk about stuff in between guests, then, you know yell it cuz then we'll just talk about stuff that we want to talk about cuz i think well i guess we can talk about space jam too next time if you want to do that but um come on and slam motherfucker anyway um <laughs> so lauren how is how is your summer going since last uh, week it's going
2: <laughs> not not much not much different going on uh, still working so uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're kind of just busy with stuff so i mean it's 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 just how it is but and it's all stuff that we can't even really like oh i could say that my next uh, da games animated it just got done so it'll be posted at some point pretty soon um but otherwise still going so it will be uh, done I mean,
1: eventually. like um, that's something I learned is so for those. Well que- I mean, it is
2: done. It's just a matter of it's just queued up and then it'll be released. Oh right, so.
1: right, right. Yeah, I thought I, you no, were done, done with your
2: portion, not okay. Not oh no, it's like uh, if anything, it's probably just in compositing right now, but that's about it. Um. So that's one of the things I learned about doing anything in the summer with artists is that a lot of artists are in
1: school and then their time gets all mangled and like, um we had a deadline for a treasure planet reanimated we're doing that if you don't know about that so just just the, the i'm still here sequence not the whole movie um i have to clarify that we're not doing the whole movie <laughs> um but yeah everyone because yeah, i mean there are
2: whole projects that are doing like whole movies reanimated so I, just can't, I can't i can't <laughs> that's too it's too especially if this is kind of your first foray into that kind of stuff it's a that's a that's a, that's a that's a big bite to take
1: (laughs) yeah yeah um guess uh, like well especially with all the other stuff that we're going on I just like organizing people like sounds easy but it's it's not so anyway that's one of the things I learned about doing stuff in the summer is that everyone's schedule change and then people that say they can commit to stuff are like hey actually I just got this thing I'm out deuces and I'm just like sigh so like you know, it's always it's always a matter of like, oh, you know, how many spots do we have open now? Will people actually finish stuff? I mean, we have like half of the project finished at this point, but like, it just it just I, I it shouldn't take have taken as long as it anyway. Um, so Lauren, um, what's the news
2: like for
1: uh, now?
0: Not to well, put you so on first...
2: the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I mean. Up until maybe the, the end of this month, we'll have more headlines, but uh, at least as, as of uh, the past week or so, uh, uh, Space Jam 2 just came out, and I have yet to watch it. I've been seeing all the reviews of it, though, and it's it's funny. It's, it's, it's got the fan base going a bunch of different ways. Like There's the people that really love it, the people that hate it, the people that are kind of meh about it going like, oh, I love the animation, but the story was lacking, or you know, I mean, it, so there's
1: a whole... But, but you knew what the but story like, was gonna be. It was LeBron uh, James, and he has to play basketball, and then he wins, right? Like... Yeah, I'm like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Uh, but there's this... Uh, you know I, what you were there's doing. there's a whole lot of things about the writing, or there was certain jokes that were in there that they're like, eh, that's kind of dated. I'm like, well, thinking the first first Space Jam's kind of dated too because the first a, space jam let's hear, the the first 90s, Space jam so.
1: is like not good you know people <laughs> no. people are nostalgic for it for reasons i don't understand but it's uh, it's no, not it's like
2: and i i remember it's not re, good guys i remember re-watching it in more recent times and going uh <laughs> it's like, I'm afraid to rewatch it. Like, I think the other thing is, like, the songs,
1: like, you know, like, come on, slam is just so catchy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like oh, a yeah, meme. It's like essentially. The, the, the
2: soundtrack's a bop. That, that's the one thing everyone will always say. It's uh, the, that, that, the opinion of that will never change is that it's a classic. But because it's just it's a whole bunch of, like, hype jams, you know, from basketball games. It's those old route, like the old rally, rally songs. So those are the ones that get you pumped up and get you excited. And yeah, that they do. So, and they're fun. So, but anyway, um uh i don't know a lot of people said that like at least the animation in this was really good and so i mean based off of trailers i've been seeing a lot of that and they apparently said that most of it is 2d animated versus 3d 3d's just saves. i for mean really the match but the, the thing that i just like i don't know
1: much like i know the basics of basketball because my family is really into it but i don't really like i don't really care but um lebron james is like an active player in the NBA, right? So I imagine like how much time does he have to like shoot a fucking movie, you know? So I I would think that he would just do most of it in voiceover because that takes up a, a significantly not a lot of time. Plus Warner Brothers Animation has something to do, so you know I don't I know there are a lot of it's TV based these days with um all the Cartoon Network stuff that's coming out, but you know yeah you
2: know it's it's funny though compared to michael jordan you can at least say that lebron james has voice acting experience (laughs) so i don't know it's like a lot of people are obviously going to be making their comparisons between the first space jam and this one but i'm like okay but lebron james at least has done animation work before he was in smallfoot if people forgot oh my god (laughs) i forgot brothers animation who was in smallfoot he was uh, was it his name Guwangi? He was one of the he, again. He was one of the the snow uh, abominable snow monsters. Okay, so. was he the
1: one with the song? I don't I don't think so, but I'm just I'm just no. checking. No. Okay, okay. I was just like, did did LeBron James sing? And I just totally blanked out as far as that. I have seen Smallfoot, but I just saw it like the one time, and I was like,
2: do you I saw impressed. screening of it like back at on the Warner lot back a few years ago. And I thought it was really cute, but yeah, it was just funny that I'm like, oh yeah, that that was a. Uh, I think that was technically LeBron's first foray into voice acting, and he was good in it because he has like, he had pep he had pep to his voice, he had inflections. But it's kind of funny a lot of people are saying that the way he screams in in Space Jam sounds very, like not like somebody who is actually in in trouble is actually gonna scream. Like it sounds like, ah! you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> i'm
1: falling into the cartoon verse i'm talking i'm falling into the warner brother ip lot you know uh... (laughs) on but um yeah i'm also like i haven't had a chance to see it because i i asked my friend and she was available but anyway like i love like i think like ip marketing is the way of the future as far as taking like an established ip and doing like things like disney plus is doing we like let's do a series because we were never able to do a series and now we can with all these characters now we can have pixar make a series or whatever so you know mm-hmm. um i can't say yeah i have
2: have you watched monsters at work by the way
1: um no i haven't had time i, I barely had time to watch wish dragon because i was out all day yesterday That's true. but um,
2: it's, i can say uh, monsters at work's really cute it's uh and uh it directly follows up right like right between i can't say right at the end of the first movie because it's it's supposed to be in the time where you know the old ceo the water news is thrown out and they switch over to screen power or uh, to to laugh power from screen power and then at the very end of the movie is when you see you know the company being successful so it's in, this is in that window where the company's trying to find itself again uh, in the in the in the face of an immediate power switch so, and then all, at the same time, it also faces, yeah, literally, it's kind of like what I touched base on the last one. It, I was correct in my assumption, uh, is that, uh, Tyler, who is the protagonist that we mostly follow, he's kind of like our, I guess, kind of, sort of, like, our, no, he's not entirely blank slate, but, um, he's, like, our blank slate. Like, he's in place, he's a placeholder for us. hmm Um. The audience. Is he, as as, as yes. in us. Yeah. He, <laughs> yes. But, I mean, he, um. Uh, He's coming straight out of Monsters University, like, and he got accepted uh, to work at uh, Monsters, Inc. as a scarer. He gets there, and they had just switched out of scare power and are, uh, or scream power, and are switching over to laugh power, and he has no idea how to do that. So he's, so... Uh, mike's teaching comedy classes to help them teach the monsters how to do comedy and stuff so they can (laughs) so they can yeah so it's like that whole interesting little window and um and it's it's cute and in the meantime he works with this team called mift which is like the technical group that the, the the maintenance group that keeps things up and running in the factory um and uh And it's funny, it's an interesting group. I still have to kind of like get used to them a little bit because one of them is, I mean, it's kind of funny because one of them is kind of one of those, oh, she's the annoying character and she's initially annoying, but then you get to know her and she's like, you know, you get a reason why she's kind of like the way she is. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but it's like three episodes already and it's like they try to explain her and I'm like okay she still kind of gets on my nerves a little bit (laughs) and that's not the actress's fault or anything like that it's just the way she's written and so it's like you know when you have like a super it's almost like a having donkey to shrek except donkey knew when he like he had he would run a certain degree and he wouldn't overstay his welcome in a joke
1: that reminds me of he wouldn't
2: keep a bit going
1: that reminds me of the, the Disneyland thing where they have the monsters like Laughatorium and they have like a third party monster who is voiced by like a cast member, but it's like no one established in the canon. So you're not, you're not, you're not like aware of how that person's supposed to sound. So like if someone's sick and someone else has to do it, like you can't, you wouldn't know the difference. I, I, I know how things work, Disney. So anyway, um, that's what I'm thinking of. But now we have a purple version voice, voiced by um comedian dude um that I'm blanking on his that I'm blanking on his name. Anyway, um what else? Oh yeah the the Emmys happened right like for people who care about those right?
2: Yes, for the daytime Emmys. So we had some animated wins for them. Uh we got wins for Uh, Mau Mau from Cartoon Network we got Candace Against the Universe so actually Phineas and Ferb technically getting a win while a show isn't even running anymore but it's because of the movie that was released on Disney Plus. Animaniacs won some awards especially for boarding. Uh, I think it was for writing and for storyboarding. Um, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, uh, Wizards Tales of Arcadia and Dragons Rescue Riders so those are three uh, DreamWorks shows that are on Netflix that, that won as well. So, uh, so congrats to all the winners. I know that's just a f- even just a few of the names, um, but congrats to all the winners, uh, especially for all the animated winners. And, you know, hello, where do you think you are if you're sitting here or listening to an animation podcast? Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. And um, so it, 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 I and that just as actually as of recording this, that happened like yesterday. So like last night. <laughs> so um so that's that's pretty recent news and then also uh, I guess what I can say is um coming up on uh, at least as of recording this July 30th whenever this episode airs um is we have the premiere of Centaur World which Rachel you and I I remember we went to uh we went to the that convention a couple of years back and um And we got to see a preview, or at least a development, of Centaur World. And, um, because it was, you know, uh, Megan Nicole Dong, who is the creator of it. And uh, there have already been uh, trailers uh, and teasers released for it. It's a musical adventure comedy series, animated, of course. Um, uh, If you haven't, if you guys haven't checked it out, please go check it out. Um, The show, I'm, I'm highly, I'm, I'm very excited about it because it's got a lot of Broadway people in it too. It's a music, uh, it's a musical show. So, um, the main protagonist who is literally named horse is like a war horse, like a battle horse who ends up stuck in this world full of crazy, cutesy, bizarre, uh, centaurs that are all based on different animals. And, um, and basically it's, it's almost like entering the, the, that horse entered a, a second dimension, and is trying to get to this to back to the regular dimension where uh she's waiting to get back to Ryder who is obviously the her her owner and um who is this like a soldier in an army and so it sounds like two entirely different shows mashed together but it looks like a lot of fun
1: yeah it's um, very it's very my little pony inspired if that's your thing so
2: yeah but also at the same time meant to be tongue in cheek about it because um, uh, obviously it's playing off of the goofiness and the silliness of, of the centaur realm because of how, like, candy-coated and color- candy-colored it is and, and everybody's singing all the time. And <laughs> but it is funny because when a horse ends up in that universe, uh, she's uh, played by Kimiko Glenn, who uh, she was in Waitress on Broadway. And um, and actually, she will be the voice of Izzy in the upcoming My Little Pony movie for Netflix. So right, she's yeah. getting a lot of horse roles, at least just for this this go around. The horse 2020. thing. Twenty twenty one is the year of the horse for Kimiko Glenn. I <laughs> will
1: just say, like, as of this recording, I am on the fence of like doing an actual video for the Big Pony movie. Um, it's probably a no because unless. Discord shows up for some reason, which I don't think. I mean, he might show up, but I don't think he's gonna show up this early. Um, anyway, because it's like, it's 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 still in the same canon, so it's Generation Four, but like a thousand years in the future or something like that. So everyone's presumed to be dead. So it's you know, it's 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 like a great like everyone you know, friendship is magic until they all
2: died. <laughs> well, well, it begs the question though, with how long how how long do uh alicorns live because yeah i guess we'll finally fucking find out you know because i mean you have to think about how long uh, celestia and luna were around and ruled i mean they were in for a long time so i mean which implies that twilight would have been around for a long time so i'm like how how long do they live are they actually immortal or they they just live for a really 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 long time and then eventually die i don't know
1: yeah, I think um we'll get some of that in this movie thing. Oh, um for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, we're talking about the I'm cursy today. Uh, we're talking about the Generation Five My Little Pony movie, and then it will mm-hmm. be a series, and the movie premieres like September, like mid September or something like that.
2: Yeah, like September twenty third, twenty
1: fourth, something like that. So all ab- like um so I'm sure a lot of people are going to be talking about it ever free, and then. I'm sure I'll be like, "Are you going to cover that?" I'm like, "Eh, "I don't know." Um. So I mean, worst case, I guess we'll talk about on the podcast. But like, eh, like, I think I mean we'll probably get some touches of just like, cause the who's the main one, Lauren? Who's the orange one? The orange one
2: with uh Sunny. Yeah. Okay. uh, Sunny Star Scout.
1: Sunny's like a a four G brony when she's and she's got all the. Cutie mark buttons and stuff, so like I'm sure she'll be like, "How do we solve this? We'll go find Twilight because she's still alive, right? Friendship is magic, except they're all dead, so um you know that's why I'm kind of skeptical about this like I think it's a smart idea to continue it, so that way like people that are still into generation four like will watch it, but at the same time, like the implications are kind of like eh. like you would never like Disney would never make like m- my or sorry, Disney would never make like Lion King 4.5. Simba's dead now. We're gonna do something else, so like it's weird. It's a weird you space. You never know. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird space when you're like canon, your main characters are dead. So I don't know. We'll see what happens and whatever, but um. I do think, I mean, I think they'll pull out the Discord card, because he's immortal, so, like, why not? I'm sure people will be like, yay, Q5s again, and, you know, John gets his paycheck, and everyone is happy. So, um, unless he's voiced by Peter again, which, you know, no, no, no hate to Peter, but, you know, it's not, it's not the same. Um, but anyway, um, we'll see. So I don't know if I'm probably not gonna do a a regular review about it. So unless it's something really intrigues me about it, and then I have to talk about it. So we'll see what happens. Horse, horse, horse. So okay. uh Oh, speaking of horse, we got to talk about the dragon movie, right?
2: <laughs> horse, horse segues to dragon. Horse dragon yeah, makes sense.
1: Dragon horse. Dragons. well you ride, me,
2: ride a horse ride a dragon eh, there's your connection <laughs>
1: yeah let me preface this before we start talking about so we're going to be talking about sony animations wish dragon which um went straight to netflix um and we mentioned it last episode i'll just say last episode because like last week it's just people it trips people up and i don't know when this will be released so anyway it's so the last episode we talked about it and i wasn't gonna watch it and then we were gonna be like oh we need something to talk about and then like the only thing that came out besides Luca was Wish Dragon so Lauren already saw it I'm like okay I guess I'll watch the 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 fucking Wish Dragon which um I had nothing against per se um I've heard people had good ex- a good experience with it it's like it 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 takes a lot of tropes like some like the person who wrote this like knew what the fuck they were doing they were like I know what the audience is expecting but I'm going to do this thing instead and you know that was it's so refreshing when you see media a lot and then you get a bit, you get a movie or you get something that's just like they
2: they challenge my expectations that I've like never happened. exactly it's they it's kind great. of turn things on they they turn things on its head and a uh, a little bit even if there are certain things you know okay well this is going to end fine but it's a matter of how they're going to get there and it's all the meat in the middle you don't know how it's going to go especially when they're going okay it's going to be like this Oh, I'm interested. All right, I, well, let's see what let's see what you do because a lot of people's argument was like from the trailer they're going, oh, this is just this is just Aladdin but in China. Which funny enough, the original story of Aladdin takes place in China, so I mean <laughs> it just happened to be sandwiched into the tales of a Thousand and One Arabian Nights. Um, so. Uh, but it was a story that originally took place in China. But then uh, a lot of people were using the argument that uh, the trailer makes it look like the dragon's like the genie and the genie is going to, you know, the genie dragon is going to be like the pop culture referencing s- snarky dragon. I don't think there were any companion. pop culture references in this. Like. And the funny, funny thing is, yeah, no, it, it, and I'm sure it, we, we, I'm not, I'm going to say this. This isn't this is gonna go into spoiler territory in this podcast because I mean we we can't just it's it's kinda hard to Basically, if you want spoiler. to see
1: it, it is really good. Go see it and come back. Like I'm gonna talk about how good it is, and that's coming from me who's me and well, Lauren and I specifically who consume just like a lot of animation and produce a lot of our own animation independently. So it's not just like we're just like some karen's like some white karen's from the street who were like i took my kid to see the wish dragon and i didn't hate it and wanted to kill myself i actually liked it so you know it's on netflix so go go see it if you if you want to and then and then come back i guess if you care about spoilers it's it's um i very much liked it so i think you will like yeah. it too people and on i'm the i'm glad
2: you were I'm glad you you had such a positive response to it as well. When you're telling me, "Oh, it's so good," and Long is a good boy, I'm like, I'm glad because it seems the general consensus is that everyone agrees Long is a very good boy. Okay, um, let me let me so finish. let me just. Oh, go, can go I, you can go first. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say, can I give a brief summary? Just a brief summary of the movie and how it is. So instead of being oh just carbon copy Aladdin, it is about uh, uh basically like a, a working class boy. Who befriends this uh, this little girl, and they become friends as little, you know, when they're little kids. Uh, she moves away. Years later, flash forward like ten years later, the the boy is now a grown man. He's you know basically going into college, uh, or is in college, and uh, and he is missing his best friend from childhood, and that that best friend was the little girl who grew up, and she grew up in. Uh, uh, because her dad became like an investor or something like a bu- businessman business business a lot numbers of m- so she became like a wealthy girl and so it's almost, so you're thinking okay it's like the guy going for the princess no he just wants his fr- it even he makes just that wants joke, a chance to it, see I should add. yep he just wants to see his friend again which I think that's wholesome uh so what happens is that uh, this jade teapot ends up in his hands and he discovers he has been given a wish dragon uh and this is a talking wish dragon who has been basically uh, cursed to serve humanity uh, to to learn to be humble, basically. You need character uh, development, says the writers. Yeah, you Earth. need a character development. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, it's so, uh, I guess, yeah, basically, as you can kind of gauge from when the dragon first intervenes, uh, he's been at this for a long time and he hasn't learned his lesson, so he's still kind of like, a little bit smug, a little clueless, a uh, little hoity-toity and high and mighty about, you know, he's like, oh, people love money. You want money, right? And he's like, no, I just want to see my friend, you know, <laughs> it's like he's like, but I may need to like change my status a little bit or make myself look the part so that I can get in to see my friend. So it's not even so much to pretend to be a, a prince just to get a princess to fall in love with him. It is more like I need to do this and look like this in order to just go and see my friend again because it's the only way to get in the door. <laughs> so it's um, but also I should say that um, one of the uh, because he also is a voice in it, but he is also a producer. Is that Jackie Chan? Is oh yeah, I saw Black that. Movies. I was just like, hey, it's uh, that
1: guy. <laughs> yeah,
2: because Jackie Chan, one, he plays the voice of Long in the Cantonese version uh but or is it Cantonese Mandarin uh but it's either way he um he play he uh he however being a producer would mean he has some say in in what goes into the movie obviously and there in the moment I made me realize wait he's a producer in this right is the moment where uh, oh yeah i know what you're talking about it was <laughs> is, is basically the moment where our lead uh <laughs> he, he he wishes for like to be stronger and have to defend himself, and he suddenly knows like martial arts, and all of a sudden the martial arts moves come out. I'm like, oh, that's right, Jackie Chan is <laughs> so. Uh, but it's a it's a great story because there's a lot of twists to it that I wasn't expecting, and uh, I was almost anticipating that even though he wants his friend, I was like, oh, is it gonna go down to oh they're gonna fall in love and then they're you know I. I you know it was going to play with a lot of my expectations like that and also with long in his story uh and in what he's able to learn even as a cuz i feel like to a degree the genie in aladdin if we're going to compare the genie in aladdin he is a conveyor he is a friend but he doesn't really learn anything from he's he's aladdin. not the person that gains he's, i mean he's he doesn't have an arc. He he. Besides being freed, he doesn't have like a uh, like a character arc, a personality change or anything. He doesn't have a change of heart. Um, Long, on the other hand, comes in from the get go as another character that is uh, that wants to learn. So if anything, he's the one that's learning versus the our our protagonist. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, like you know. So I think it's cool switch that they have there where you're thinking you're going to be following this and you're like oh. So um yeah, and, and especially uh, yeah, especially because long is a character that does not make pop culture references. He's very physically agile and does a lot of physical comedy and stuff and he oh he's beautifully animated by the way um, uh, they, they clearly had a lot of fun animating this big old pink noodle um, <laughs> but um, but they uh, but he doesn't you know change shape into pop culture references or any or make crack jokes like that because he's been stuck in a teapot for thousands of years he's Uh, the one out of date so yeah so he's if anything trying to learn like he's like well the the last time i was out of a teapot oh is it is it still the Qing dynasty or something like that like going like that's how long he goes uh basically untouched by the rest of the world and so when he wakes up again or is released again he's like it's a whole other world that he's, he's looking at. So, um, so he's learning, which is, it's really cute to see. Cause he's just like, what's this, what's this, what's this, what's this, what's this, you know, like,
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so I will say the thing I was going to say, like, um, like five minutes ago before Lauren explained the plot, uh, not that she's in trouble for that. She was supposed to do that. Anyway. Um, uh, so the reason I put this off is, um, I heard really good things about it, but I was just like, oh, it's a noodle, oh, it's a movie about the noodle who is selfish and learns that friendship is magic, oh, uh, it's gonna make me sad, because, like, you know, I, like, I guess for those who don't know yet, um, or, like, found me through not pony things, uh, Discord... Um, from My Little Pony, um, is my favorite character, and he's the one I based a lot of my channel on when I was doing that, not that, like, so I'll still do Discord videos as they're relevant. Like, one of the videos I want to do, um, that I haven't had time for to write yet is talking about Discord's second appearance, uh, in Pony Life, where he's voiced by Peter New, um, one of the regular pony people that, uh, does things. Anyway, um. That's what I was talking about earlier. Anyway, so I was just like, oh, it's gonna get me. I, I know me, and I just I just don't... I'm just not in the mood for feels right now. And then I'm like, oh, I can't talk about Discord anymore because the show is over, and I just want to see John Delancey again. You know, all those feels. So um, I was correct in all of that, Um, essentially. I was just like, oh, he's gonna learn a lesson. Your princess lost today, I learned that just because you're poor doesn't mean you're not nice or whatever so um you know I guess but regardless um so character wise Discord and Long are pretty similar except the big uh, spoilers again but this, I'm gonna say a spoiler in case you haven't come back or you haven't seen it yet or whatever whatever you've You've been warned. Anyway, so the big thing is Long was a human, and then he died, and then he's not a human. So he was like pre—he was not originally a dragon. Where Discord yeah. was always dragon-like. He's technically not a dragon, but
2: he's dragon and enough. And actually, Long was an Long was an emperor. Yeah. So it explains his like his view of of status and money and power and and how that and how that affects uh, perception and stuff like that, uh, that's where he comes from. Uh, and that ultimately is his curse. So.
1: Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't a good enough, like, person, so now. He wasn't good enough
2: to go to heaven, so he has to serve a sentence of being, like, you gotta learn to be, you gotta, you gotta learn to, to be giving and, and, and appreciative of people and, uh, basically just stop being selfish. (laughs)
1: i i i was um... expecting well we'll get to the ending eventually but so you know here we are talking about and i'm even drawing as we talk uh along in long in discord like high-fiving or something i haven't decided what they're doing but i'm drawing them together because they're very um similar i guess the biggest thing is like if anything discord's character arc wasn't really like as well executed as a feature movie like let's be real they were just like oh let's do this thing let's do it in one episode now let's prolong Mm -hmm. it for like five years and he keeps on messing up every season and um it kind of is not as well executed sometimes and it's kind of jarring when he like relapsed well the tyrik episode when he relapsed and i was just like uh the, the heart of gold, where is it? I'm gonna find it. Like that's the whole thing. So that's why I'm here, is Discord's heart of gold. I can't find it anywhere. Where is it? So <laughs> you know, I'm low key very excited to be going to um this pon this my little pony con upcoming because I'm just like, Yes, I can talk about Discord again. I haven't talked about Discord in like a year. Yay. So, um my people, so Um, but anyway, uh, uh, I like long is the end of the story. And, um, I could, I mean, I could see that someone, um, on staff or maybe one of the, the, I don't know, was this animated in-house or was this animated, like, in Korea so or something? So this is, I was
2: about to touch, I was about to touch base on that. So there was multiple production companies all between China and the States. So you had Columbia Pictures, you had Sony Pictures Animation, you had Beijing Sparkle World Media Corporation, Tencent Pictures, Base Effects, fl- uh, Flagship Entertainment Group, Boss Collaboration, and, bo- and Cultural Investment. Oh, buildings. that's a
1: lot, that's a lot. Okay, essentially, yeah, so- okay, <laughs> by a lot of different people. Um, uh, so, but even, okay, maybe one of the Americas. Maybe, I don't know how a pony does in, like, um China or something. I've never, like, looked it up or anything like that. Um, but anyway, um, I'm sure, I would guess that maybe, not a lot, but maybe, like, one or two of the borders were bronies or into My Little Pony or, like, let's use Discord as reference because, you know, it's also very, like, they're very... Um, long and Discord are very similar, like, even in design, where they're both kind of, like, long dragons, and, you know, Discord's arms can, you know, disappear and stuff, depending on what he's doing, and he can be, like, a snake or something. So even, like, in some of the posing, like, you know, it's... Because I don't really know what other source there is for, like, a long dragon that just, like, you know, moves a lot, and is just kind of, like, super animated like that. So... You, you know, I'm just just putting it out there. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, someone was just like, we need reference for this. Where's a long dragon that can can have magic and moves around a lot? Oh, there's this one thing from the My Little Pony show. Let's use that. So, anyway, um, I'm... Anyway, um... Uh, okay, Lauren, you want to talk? You want to take a turn talking about it's it? It's funny because I
2: mean, again, I'm not you, but at the same time, I was like, you, yeah, the the connections are close. But it's funny because not once did I think of Discord when I was watching. him. That's all I thought I about. Got, That's
1: me, Like that was the whole point of like the there, my The hesitation. difference between our
2: two brains. <laughs> my hesitation but but it was just a, like,
1: oh, it's the Discord movie, but he's a wish dragon now.
2: Yeah, but no, I'm like, not once did I really get that and i guess it's because he's not so chaotic so and doesn't thrive on chaos and he's really just like he's there to do his job and um that's why he's like you know just fulfill the wishes you want already so i can just be done with this you know it's just like
1: i mean yeah um, well discord kind of has that holier than thou attitude and especially i'm talking specifically too about like how the animation is and how
2: yeah, like, I just don't think that they he was derived completely off of that. He oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, point, I but... wouldn't be
1: surprised if, like, a couple people were familiar and, like, used that. Let's as... just say
2: if a couple people were bronies. We'll yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. A couple <laughs> but, of the American um,
1: animators, you know, maybe. So,
2: Yeah, but there, because there's a, it's been cool because I've seen some, like, of uh, animation passes from the movie of, like, all the different animators that worked on it. And, um... And it's cool to see how some of these shots turned out with uh, with Long in particular and saying like, oh, here's how I got the idea and here's how I pantomimed it. You know, here's how I acted it out. And so you'd see like a side by side of them doing the, you know, the physically acted out as their reference uh, for the performance. And then there's some others where you could see... Uh, they do up-closes of the faces, so they record their own face doing the lip-sync and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That. This and so was, like, they'll... a
1: highly, like, animator movie. Like, all of oh, the yeah. movies should be like this. This is, you know, it's very much, like, every second they tried to put or stretch something... Tr- Sorry, my things are squeaking. They tried to push or stre- stretch something to, like... Again, I think Lauren described it. If you've seen Hotel G- Transylvania, it's very, like, mm-hmm. you know poses and you know like make a really extreme pose to emphasize what's going on and that kind of thing too so that's also what reminded me of the of of, of discord because like they do that to a lesser extent like the best you can do in fucking adobe flash or whatever um the show the pony show was animated in so
2: yeah but it was um but Yeah, they clearly had a lot of fun with like trying to figure out how he moves about and what are his limits and and uh and stuff like that and plus the fact that he can shapeshift too. Mm-hmm. Um I think it was still I think one of my favorites is when he um uh it's a uh, when he can turn into basically uh uh like the street dra- uh, the, you know when he turns into the dragon costume.
1: All right. That was that was during the combat
2: scene. That was really cute. And uh <laughs> Um, yeah, and then he basically doesn't, isn't it like he, yeah, because he's a costume, but then it kind of takes flight almost like a kite. Uh, but the fact that he maintains his form throughout all of that is like such a clever idea. So that way it just looks like, oh, there's your costume blowing up in the wind. (laughs) But it's, um, but it was still able to be him flying them to safety. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, uh. And, and it is funny, though, that when he reveals his human form, and again, we already said he was a human before he was a dragon. um. But it is funny when he does it as the chauffeur. <laughs> and a lot of people are like, I, I'm like, oh, I'm starting to see the influx of people going, okay, but why is long ki- human lung kind of, you know? <laughs> like, hey, down, down, kids, down. <laughs>
1: I mean, like, I think the biggest, like, so, the movie kind of goes up to the point where, like, halfway through, um, they have a beat um, where the the girl, I forgot her name, uh, is upset and... Uh, Lena. Lena, okay. And then um, then she's getting comforted by the dude. Uh, dude and girl is, or the, the official yeah, name. Yeah, it's
2: Din. Is, sorry, just to let you know, Din is the boy and uh, Lena is the girl.
1: okay. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, here's the reveal where he's gonna tell her, but then he lies, and I was just like, oh, no, now it's gonna be, like, a, now it's gonna be, like, a, like, a liar revealed plot, which no one ever likes, and we're kinda done with that, but, like, you know, it did, like, he had a good reason to lie, I guess, and, like, it didn't turn Mm -hmm. out that way at all, it turned out to be, like, really, like, that was the realistic thing to do. So the moral is that lying is okay sometimes. No, I'm ki- um, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, so it and then it turned into a class thing, and then it turned into like a chase. And then, like there was another twist where well, I'll just just give it away where like I was generally surprised when the twist was like, oh, it was. Lena's dad who needed the Wish Dragon mm-hmm. and knew about the Wish Dragon and was sending the guys after. I was just like, no way! And you realize...
2: Well, yeah, well, it's especially when you realize he's not a bad guy for trying to do it. You understand why he's doing it, and it's all because he was trying to do it for his daughter, even though his daughter's like, "You literally didn't have to go to these extents for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, that like, was, I was happy,
2: all there are. It's like, like we can be happy when we don't have to have all of this to worry about kind of thing. Yeah. So, um... But you see, he's like he tries, you know. He's a man who tries, and I was like genuinely worried for him towards the end. Like, no, are they? No, they can't. They can't do this. Like... <laughs> I thought, like, you know, generally the point where I thought that he was actually gonna die. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I like because the way the movie does its twist, I was like, maybe they will. Maybe maybe he will die. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Nothing
1: is sacred. Everything is wrong, and like that's the thing. Is just like you know that pisses me off so much is in in general in general with the the with the industry is that people people that should know better are like producing these like you know like wish dragon had every reason to be like oh you know it's like after during that halfway point it goes exactly as i it goes exactly as i predicted it and then, you know, then it's just, like, okay, why does everyone talk? To him? I mean, the animation was still good, but, like, uh, the story was just boring. But, like, you know, I think the script writer was, like, he knew what he was doing. And that's why, like, it makes me mad when we get these stupid subpar movies where executives don't know what the fuck they're doing. And then we're just, like, well, all of that work was just kind of wasted for a movie that no one's going to remember in, like, two years. You know? Mm. You know? So I'm blaming the executives and not the creative people. I'm sure the creative people are plenty driven. But, like, you know, just don't, like... Animation is not just about, like, the actual animation. Like, it's also about, like, making concrete and good stories. And mm-hmm. when you don't do that, you know, your art's gonna... It's gonna it's gonna tell not so much in the art itself, but, like, just how it the public reacts to it, how it ages. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still kind of... Up in the air, how Sony movies are going to age in general because we have Universal Studios, I, I guess, where they can put some people there um, as far as like rides and shit like that, but they're not Disney. And, you know, if this was like a Disney produced film, which I think it, I mean, it's again, it's too similar to Aladdin where people would just be like, oh, it's like similar, it's like Wish Dragon. So, mm-hmm. but like, that's kind of the, the thing about Disney is like the movies kind of stay in the popular conscious where. Um, you know, I think the biggest Sony animation movie that stayed in the popular co- in the popular conscious is Spider Verse. But like mm. I don't I haven't seen anyone like talk about Smallfoot in like the last like
2: year or so.
1: So I'm hoping that, that's
2: Warner yeah. animation. So
1: Oh okay. Well, I guess as an example of a third party or something like that. So, you know, or did, Sony did the emoji movie, right? I guess. So yeah. You know, it's funny
2: when a lot of people were trying to cite that as like, oh, this is their downfall. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, smurfs and stuff aside. But I mean, they had all these other great animated movies, and people just like looked at a couple of them saying, oh, Sony's bad. I'm like, no, they're not. (laughs) Did you have to say the rest of their lineup? Their first movie coming out of the gate was uh, was Open Season, and then right after that was Surfs Up. Uh... I mean, two stylistically very different movies, but two. I mean, I like the first. I, I guess i, I like the first open season because i know they kind of went off the rails with like multiple open seasons but um i think the they they one, counter I, their
1: their chickens before they hatch and they're just like this is gonna be a big hit let's already start working on the sequels and they did yeah, and then no one but cared. the but then
2: we had and then we had surf's up right after that though and the and surf's up was really good i that's one of my personal favorites but um uh, but but and they did and they did some like sony was doing really innovative stuff with their you know the way they animated things, or where they rendered things, and like I mean, when Surf's Up came out, that was um, that that was a huge thing because it was a the first like animated mockumentary style movie, um, because like a CG animated mockumentary style style movie because they used like these special cameras to make it look like it was a handheld camera and you know, document you know sitting there and interviewing people, um, and capturing you know, footage of people, you know, of, of the penguins out on the surfboards and stuff like that, and the way they rendered the water that was new at the time. Um, it, it was, Sony was doing a lot, and that was 2007, to give yeah. you context. It was, uh, it, they were doing stuff a lot that was like a, ahead of the curve of a lot of the studios at the time, and that was a, that was huge for them to come out with those two movies, uh, par- particularly, yeah, it's especially when, Uh, Disney was just trying to get into the ring of CG um, and uh, at on their own at the very least and Mm -hmm. then uh, and Pixar was was pretty much dominating with the CG and DreamWorks was I mean that was around the era of them you know kind of having those weird hit or miss films in the middle but um, but they were still like like CG wise, they weren't bad or anything. So it's like, so but and then you had Sony come in and go, look at this. I'm gonna blow all y'all out of the water.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's that's kind of the thing too. Is just like when you have people, you know, in charge that don't know how animation works or don't know, you know, what you need to avoid, what tropes you need to avoid if you want to make a good animation movie that's gonna like stick in people's minds. Um. You know, usually they just want, like, safe bets, essentially, starting out. And, like, then you have kind of surfs up kind of like, yeah, it was okay, but, you know, like, the kids will be like, oh, look, it's penguins, I love penguins, let's go watch the penguin movies. So, you know, not everyone can just be subversive and just do, um, you know, artistically, you know, artistically inspired things. And movies, like Disney, can't. And they're just like, well, we got to, like, prove that we're a good company or we got to prove that we can, sh- we can do something before we jump off to, like, the good stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of, like, things that are complicated in the process of making movies, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. Like, the same thing with the mm-hmm. LGBT representation and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's not just, like, one person or the showrunner making that decision where they're just like, oh, you know, it's usually the company, and, like, then you have, like, LGBT plus creators you want to push, and there's, like, a lot of cogs, and just, like, well, then, you know, it could be banned from this, and we need money, and, like, you know, at the end of the day, they're about fucking money, so, you know, it's is complicated.
2: I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But either way, with, like, with this, with, um, with Wish Dragon, it's, like, so... I don't know. It was really refreshing to watch it. And especially right when you think you know what's going to happen, it's the middle stuff that you just can't anticipate what's going to happen. So um, it it I think maybe the only times I was like, maybe I wish they were a little bit more like uh, defined, I guess, were like the character models for Din and Lena. That might have been just it. Yeah,
1: they were very kind of like basic you know, Asian young people kind of vibes, so.
2: Yeah, where it's like uh, the rest of the character models look more defined and more characteristic and stylized and stuff like that. Um, that might be my only major nitpick, because otherwise the pacing of the movie was really good. Uh, the The villain at the end, where he was kind of around all along, but his fighting style and all that kind of stuff, that was, I don't know, I just thought that was like humorously clever and just kind of like and I don't know he somehow made it threatening the way he fought (laughs) was, and and because you're you're thinking oh this guy he's got his you know his hands in his pockets and I think he's even called pockets like Mr. Pockets or something like that (laughs) and uh but the way he fights is that he literally only uses his feet and um and it's just he actually makes it look really intimidating because of how good he is <laughs> with just his feet. So then when you know his hands come out, that's when you're like, oh shit. <laughs> so it's like he really means business if he's pulling his hands out of the pockets to fight. Um, but uh, but otherwise, it's like yeah, I really don't I really didn't have any nitpicks with this because I think uh, besides the the the, the leads designs. Uh, otherwise, like, Long had a great design and obviously great animation. Um, oh, I guess maybe the environments a little bit too uh, mm-hmm. could have looked a little more lived in. Like, you know, if you're talking about like the cityscapes.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but uh, uh, aesthetically, the movie was nice. Like, the colors were really nice and it seemed like a warm kind of inviting movie. So it was just, but I think it was just because there weren't as many some of the cityscapes weren't as detailed or as heavily populated uh and then the leads didn't look as defined as as were as identifiable as some of like even the side characters were um maybe that was just it but
1: yeah uh, and and that's it's like as far as the pacing too like i think that's also a really good way to show character development like after there's a scene where like they get to their date, their their lunch date or whatever, and um, there's like implications that it could be romantic, but like it it also could not. I don't I don't know. Like that wasn't the driving. It force. just
2: seemed more like they were being forced to sit together, almost like with the expectation that it was going to be romantic, but that they didn't. But neither of them saw that. Yeah. As romantic? Yeah. They so it was more like everybody expected them to be romantic when it wasn't. And at the end, they kind of leave it open-ended, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Going like, they, it could just be them being friends, or it could mean something that down the line they become something more. But I'm happy that they stuck with it being the friend angle. Gosh, yeah. you never see that.
1: <laughs> yeah, people being friends as adults, what? You can be
2: friends with the opposite sex? What? What?
1: Oh no, he has a penis, I can't be friends with him. Anyway, (laughs) um, there's my joke. Um, I try to be entertaining, so even if you've seen the movie or something, you know, you're still like, lol, podcast. Anyway, um, um, but yeah, that's like another really good way to show character design, or not character design, character development, is like, you know, by subversing tropes where, you know he's lying and he's getting and he's being rude because he's listening to 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 long as far as like how to treat like people and then you know there's a misunderstanding but then he apologizes and then like we just move on like then we think the movie is just going to be like oh now he's going to be caught in a lie and now and she's going to not want to see him anymore and then we just like move on and I'm just like that's nice like she's
2: cuz I hate liar revealed stuff and I'm no I know I'm not the only one that does it that doesn't like those either, it's because it's just been so overused that you, when you see it coming, you it just start it to It makes it hard going, to
1: root for a character that lies, that's, like, at the end of the day. Like, yeah. that's what fucking
2: is. But even then, you just know it's, like, something that could easily be avoided when if the characters just freaking communicated to each other. Yeah. And so, uh, so many of those instances, even if the character is, like, is not, you know, is not, like, lying to be, like, malicious or anything or to do something for a selfish reason, even if they're lying for a good reason, and it's just a misunderstanding on the other side of what was going on. Like, again, it could be solved with some simple communication. Literally just stop and listen to each other, and then you go, oh, okay, let's move on from this. My bad. Like... and thank god wish dragon is able to take that in stride like it, it doesn't have to corner you with the freaking liar revealed it says okay there's a little hiccup here we're gonna talk through it okay we're good we move on and then we get to the good stuff you know we make sure we focus on that rather than the old overdone tropes so yeah i i yeah to your point
1: um but yeah, like and then so that's like the second or third twist. And then like it gets to like like we have to be realistic. I, I'm 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 from money and my father will not approve and like that there's a like a subplot about them. I don't know. You know, there's just a lot of like good things and then like near the end Long like does a heroic sacrifice and I was just like, Oh, he's 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 learned he's learned to be good and now he's gonna mm-hmm. be good and you know. Um um and i'm i'm surprised um the the god who was like the hobo disguised or whatever didn't didn't pick mm-hmm. up like on what he was doing and made him like go back as the wish dragon. and I thought he'd be like oh sent you i thought it was gonna be like an all dogs go to heaven kind of thing it's like oh you learned the me- true meaning of sacrifice now you get to go to heaven it's just like no you're still gonna be punished kind of but like it's not that bad it's fine <laughs>
2: He's like, I, I got to get back down there. What? I, I got to get back down there. You got to let me back down there. <laughs> it's like, but you wanted to get I'll go back myself. There. I need to get back down
1: there. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was just like, these are how movies should be made, where, you know, it's someone who is consuming a lot of media and, you know, knows how to twist the expectations of the... The audience, and then we get this nice movie that makes you feel refreshed. And I was just like, ah, it's nice. Wait, like, when film people can watch a movie and not know what's happening, is this how normal people feel all the time? Ah, <laughs> so for um... once,
2: I don't see where this is, entire thing is actually going. Like, even if I know what the end product's gonna be in the end, like in a general sense, I don't know what the middle's gonna have. And the moment I throws you your first curveball, you go, oh. I'm not sure where to go, where it's going to go after this. And then you're hooked because then you're like, now I have to see where it's going to, now I have to see where things end up because maybe it's different than what I'm thinking it's going to end up, you know? So you're just like, oh, so yeah, no, I'm uh, definitely 100% re- recommend Wish Dragon. And it's funny because I remember when I watched it the week before i had finally watched Raya and man, I mean, I appreciate Raya so much and, and I had fun watching it, but Dang it! If I didn't love Wish Dragon just a little bit more, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I again I think it's because there was so much more new stuff that Wish Dragon provided that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that maybe that's and also the fact that it's funny you have two dragon movies, but guess which one has the dragon making pop culture references? And it? guess it what? It's not Wish Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like... I, I love you, Aquafina. I really do, and I do love, I, I do love, you know, again, I do, I do love Raya, I do love everything about it, so it's like, but at the same time, I love Wish Dragon all the more because, uh, because of, again, everything that it does different and what it turns on its head, um, and also, long, I don't know, seems like to be more relatable, in a yeah. way, yeah. I think it's because he's a lot more flawed when he comes across. And so, again, we all hook on to the, the flawed characters, right? We That's why so many people like the villains in things. is because It's not because they support what they do. It's because they just see, they understand where some of them come from. Like, even if they're not right, you understand. Because it comes from pain or comes from anger. It comes from... Or some, sometimes they're literally just assholes and you're like, oh, I'm just having fun watching you, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um... But it's because of the flaws that you look at characters like that and you get hooked onto them more and you feel for them more. And I've got that a lot more with Long.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would I would agree. I like this much more than, than, than Raya. I think Raya was just kind of... I think everyone was just turned off by, like, you know, paying an extra $30 to see this. You know, just, like, let people... Like, that's the whole point. Just let people watch it, Disney+. Plus. Like, no one wants to pay...
2: You yeah, know. that's why they said the number the the viewership for Raya went up the moment it went up without the $30 upcharge. Like, "Huh, what a concept."
1: What a concept. <laughs> people are already giving you money, so just give the people the content <laughs> that they're they're already fucking paying for. Uh, they'll, exactly. they'll get it eventually. You know. Stupid. <laughs> Don't you have enough money, Disney? Like, you know. I I know you're hurting because of COVID. I know you're hurting because of COVID, but we we all are, so you know. So yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I was gonna say the only other thing is like the ending shot where like um the character's hug in the alley kind of reminded me of Despective because like that's oh my, my phone vibrated. That's something that uh that's a similar shot to what we have at the end of I'm talking about um one of my animations called a different Perspective, where one of the, anyway, you can go look it up if you want to, it's a pony thing. But anyway, that's the only thing I was like, "Ha, huh, looks like my shot, guys." But I, I doubt <laughs> anyone's seen that <my laughs> shit. But anyway, um, no one care. i um, It's 2021. Like people caring about KP is 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 kind of touch and go right right about at this moment. Uh,
2: yeah, you please. Oh, so go you support that, the main content. Are... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What, Lauren? No, I said you got your followers, you got people subscribed to you still?
1: I mean, but, like, it's more like the engagement, um, and, you know, like, a very small fraction and, like, 1k and 2k views on videos and, like, I don't know. Just,
2: a... just watch I'll drop a video with a thumbnail with a Discord and long in it if you ever decided to just, like, just catch people's attention and all of a sudden everybody flocks back. You know, <laughs> like, look at this
1: anime, but, you know, I'll review it, so i don't know hopefully well hopefully it will get better in the future please like comment subscribe you know i i would like people to care about things that i care about it's it's hard um you know i don't need a lot of views i just need to feel like you know new content is still reaching people and i i i, I don't know like maybe you grandma but <laughs> but um yeah. yeah i don't know um I think I think we're good as far as talking about Wish Dragon. So go see Wish Dragon; it was really good. I liked it. Yeah. Again, or if you
2: have seen it already, go watch it again.
1: <laughs> uh, near, far, wherever you are, I guess, because like the ending. Get was yourself very...
2: some shrimp chips and sit down and watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was. It's funny though. I was seriously tempted to go get some shrimp chips after the movie because. <laughs> I mean, I I do have a lot of marts, m- like marts and markets around me that I could, yeah. But I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't. Uh, so next time, lucky, next time, I'll lucky you. Ready.
1: But yeah, I want more Wish Dragon stuff. Sony, I want a spinoff and I want a sequel. Are there
2: are there long plushies? I gotta know. You gotta I, I just gotta, gotta, know. gotta do
1: a long plushie for for then my long plushie, my Discord plushie can be friends. So <laughs> you know I'll take a picture and everything and put it on twitter it's great i mean all of my i don't have access to my discord stuff right now but like as a general concept
2: yeah uh, all
1: right um i guess we can wrap then um if you yeah i guess email us if you want us to share a story because no one's doing that and we'll see you next time on the show on the we're uh, on all the podcast places if you Or watching us on youtube or like an unconventional place if you're just like oh i want you to i want to listen to you on podcast addict like we're there you know technically so feel free to put it put it where you go to listen and stuff so yeah uh any any other thoughts lauren We'll, we'll do summer shows as we can get them out
2: yeah i basically that's what we're trying to do again we're both we both have our own schedules going kind of crazy right now so we're doing our best to uh to uh, bring shows and new new topics to you guys um but yeah please we want to hear from you what you want to hear next uh what topics we haven't covered or movies you want us to watch like like what KP pointed out um and we can cover that. Maybe, maybe next time we'll we'll watch like whatever's first released of Centaur World. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna say one more thing. Go watch B Stars. I just realized I hadn't announced that B Stars just came out, season two. Uh, if you haven't watched season one, please go do that too. Uh, uh, great show. It's on Netflix. Got an English dub on there, so so go please go check it out. Lovely, talented people worked on it. Studio Orange is fantastic. Um, and creating their content uh, and uh, yeah and go ahead binge it it's a lot of fun to binge so uh, please go, go support it
1: it's a mood all right see you guys <laughs> next time on the, the animation communication do, 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 do.
2: <laughs>
1: okay we're going the corner word <laughs>
2: get
0: out everybody Thank you so much for listening to Animation Communication on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider. We are really hoping this show makes a difference in how people view animation and media, as well as giving and providing advice for people all over the world who like or want to join the animation or media industry. If you liked what you heard, please remember to subscribe and rate those five stars, as well as tell your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our main YouTube channel, I Love Kim Possible A Lot and turn those notifications on. My name is Scribbler, and you have been listening to Animation Communication.